Hello, welcome to the Sun Spice Wisdom Show. I'm your host, Ashley Welch, and today we have none other than the Karina Brosman <laughs> um, on the show. She, well, I spent the last five hours with her, which has just been something special. And um, yeah, it's nice to have you here. Yeah, thank you. It's also really intimidating being on like a show that I have to talk a lot and you spent the last five hours critiquing my voice. <laughs> I don't know about five hours, but yeah, I guess it wasn't that long. It felt like it though. <laughs> yeah. When you're doing voice work, it can, yeah. that time, like the intensity of it can yeah. make it feel like it's forever. Yeah. But. Well, and as I told you, I was, I was really good at making like 50 excuses. That's why I wasn't going to come see you today. Mm -hmm. And I really, I had like a wicked headache. My hormones were raging. I was just like, like, you know, maybe I'm just going to like not show up, <laughs> but, <laughs> but put, put my big girl pants on and came to see you. Yeah. And I actually feel like an, a different woman. Wow. I do. I think I'll feel more of it as it unfolds. I think anytime you're doing voice work, it feels like there's still a processing that has to happen before it really s sets in. Yeah. But I believe, I believe it, it truly works. So I'm excited to kind of dive into your experience with this mm -hmm. and have a better understanding of really how you came to this type of work. Yeah. My understanding is it start, did you grow up in Seattle? Yes. Okay. So you're like home Seattle base. Yes. And performing has just been kind of, I mean, I think it's also a Seattle thing for a lot of people. It's like the mm -hmm. winters are dark. Right. You either like go snowboard mm -hmm. and get on the mountain and be in the cold mm -hmm. or you stay inside and get real creative. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's so true. It's like my childhood. Yeah. Getting creative indoors. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So did you, uh, how old were you when you actually started getting into theater and voice music and such? I mean, very young. I had to be like five or, well, I don't know if it was kindergarten. I mean, I guess they, they incorporate music and stuff. I was always drawn to music, singing, performing. Yeah. Um, and then I just had really great parents who were like, oh, she's into this. Let's, sure. let's go Let and go. Cool. get her into summer camps. And I was in choir and church and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, so it was just, it was always, it was always there, but I always noticed even as a kid, I had this fear of, overshining or being too much. Like if I really express myself as fully as I want to, you had all this energy in you. Yes. Like, I'm ready. Yes. That's and I, cool. I'm also a Leo, my sign on the, you know, horoscopes. You little stuff. lover. Yeah. <laughs> but little Leo's, lover Leo. Well, yeah. I yeah, like great. lit up in, in the, on stage, um, but always had that through line of holding myself back and being kind of not giving myself the, the permission to go as far as I wanted to go mm. until I actually was in college and was really yeah. studying theater and really going for it that I was able to push myself yeah. into that space of really committing yeah. and going for it. Did your sort of that um, experience where you always felt like you had to hold back I mean, I'm curious, what other areas did you find that that seeped into your life, like in, in terms of your relationships and kind of what you did, this mm -hmm. idea of not wanting to outshine? Because I relate to that to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious how it impacted you in other areas of your life, life outside of just, you know, singing or acting. Yeah. I mean, it's it's still even something that, that comes up in relationship. I feel like because I was always so sensitive to others and how, 
how people feel mm. that there is this, oh no, if I, if I really go for it, really express myself or really show how much I want, like, I want this, I want to be the main character, you yeah. know, I want, if I do that, then that's going to create this harm or people are going to be intimidated or they're yeah. going to think that I'm taking up too much space. And so that prioritizing, keeping a good relationship, mm -hmm. um, would the need to, the need to please. Yes. Right. Keep everybody happy. So, I mean, I, I, I see that in, I can see that in all relationships, um, and how that affects even affecting me in work, like being able to ask for a raise or ask for what I want in the, in work dynamics. Yeah. I mean, that's all right. Connected to the voice and being able to express yourself, express your self-worth. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, it's, that's why it's such juicy work. It's such good work for everybody to be doing yeah. because I, I find that it's really a through line that so, so many people have that I don't want to be too much. I am too much or I'm not good enough mm -hmm. and whatever version of it. But yeah. there's this, that holding back or not being too afraid to, um, whatever, show your, your insecurity or show, show your, your true self. Yeah. Yeah, so. totally. Mm -hmm. So when you, as you move through high school and then you got in, you got into Cornish, mm -hmm. which for those of you who don't know is, um, it's a, it's a beautiful art school and I would say one of the m more prestigious ones, mm -hmm. especially in the Seattle area. Yeah. Um, you, that was where your breakthrough happened. Yeah. How, how many years into it did it take for you to actually kind of get, it sounds like you got called out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like those teachers, I, I had yeah. some, some, uh, long-term, if, if anybody who's watching actually, uh, went to Cornish or knows Cornish, like the, uh, Bonnie Cohen and David Taft and John Wilson. I mean, these teachers were just masters, yeah. you know, they've been doing it for so long that they're, they just cut through you. Mm -hmm. They cut through to the core of it. And yes, they, they, you know, they took me this, the sweet little girl who's like, Oh yeah, I've always to done. please everyone and to do it all. Perfect. Probably. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep exactly. Yeah. Like I'm going to make all my teachers love me and I'm going to just do it everything right. And they just tore, you know, they just, they just tear you down, which is the, the whole point. Cause they're, they're really trying to get you to get real because when you as a performer are not performing, mm -hmm. but you're coming from a place of, of realness, yeah, that's what makes you a powerful performer. It's like the true performance. Yes. I know. It's almost like you need two different words to define what those are almost, right? You're yeah. like, cause there's the, yeah, there's like the, the play mm -hmm. and then there's the real, like authentic performance. It's, I feel like you find that in anything, right? It's almost like the point where you get out of your own way and it just comes through you yes. versus you trying to like find it and pull and be like, and manipulate it and yeah. yeah, control it a lot about control and like that, because exactly what you're saying that being an open channel to just let it move through you mm -hmm. means you have to let go. Yeah. And that 
as kids, I think we actually know how to do that when we play. Yeah. Like we know how to just like trust the spontaneous impulse, just go for it, you mm -hmm. know? But then slowly as we become adults, we gain more and more of this control, this mm -hmm. management and this almost fear of yeah. that spontaneous movement. And so, yeah, so I'm, I've said like, gosh, it would be great for everybody to go to theater school yeah. to just get back in touch. With themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and their true nature. Yes. Yeah, not mm -hmm. all the little constructed ideas we formulated. Yep. Yeah, I know I'm thinking of all the ones I've done so far and all, all the decoding to be done. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm curious about how... Because you're, I mean, you're like the, you're the expert of the voice and, mm -hmm. and expressing that and speaking your truth. And this year has been a really tough year for that. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. There's been this like fighting to be heard mm -hmm. and then this limitation, just like, no, cover your cover your face with a mask and yep. be quiet and, and just move along and, and shh. Mm -hmm. I'm curious what you're what your feelings have been um, from an emotional perspective, maybe how it's impacted you or how you've perceived this experience this year, mm -hmm. um, as, as well as the physical piece of just like wearing the mask. Yeah. Um, that's a great question um, because it is something that I have been very struck by the masks um, and the covering of this covering of your mouth. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's so much of my work is about doing the opposite is like opening, up. opening it out, letting it all come out the good and the bad yeah. or the, the beautiful and the ugly, like letting this be an open channel for the truth to come out of you yeah. so that you're not holding these stories or these these experiences back, but you're actually giving them that space to be seen. Yeah. And that when they are seen, that's where they have the potential to transform or change or be healed or, yeah. um, so yes, I've been very, um, I've been very struck by it. I guess uh, the emotional side is just, I feel, I feel the anxiety of it, the, the, the fear of, the behavior itself or the, um, it's like, I, I feel, well, I feel like, well, I just feel as a collective, there's, there's a fear and an anxiety that the virus has just created. It's like this fear of fear of death, fear of change, mm -hmm. fear of loss, fear of control, fear of control. A yes. lo a loss of control, fear of loss of control. Rather. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what you're all about breaking through. Yeah, exactly. So we could argue that like you are needed now more than ever. Everyone take note. Karina is someone you want like hanging around. You yeah. want to find her and you want to figure out how to work with her. She's going to, we're going to, you're going to start doing online classes for people. To I mean, work through their, yeah. their need to let go of control. Yes. Cause there's so much freedom in that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, and it's, yeah. And this work, you know, the workshop you just did, I, I do feel like improvisation is one of the best tools we have to break through that control. Yeah. 
So, and, and that you can actually do improvisation anytime you want, you know, something my therapist, when I was, when I was actually at Cornish, I was also doing, um, all this very deep therapy work, like psychotherapy work. Mm. And my, um, my therapist was saying, what I want you to do is when you feel that deep resistance, you feel a lot of anger or frustration. I want you to have a telephone book under your bed and I want you to pull out the telephone book and rip it to shreds and scream when you're feeling this. And so, and that to me is a form of improvisation Mm -hmm. because it's me consciously going to do an activity, not knowing what's going to come out of me, not knowing what's going to happen, but just going for it, just starting to pull, starting to scream and, but I'm doing it consciously. Right. So I'm consciously- It's not a reactionary thing. Yes. Yeah. And that's that kind of key ingredient of what can make improvisation so powerful is that I'm consciously choosing to go into the unknown. Yeah. Versus, yeah. you know, all this, whatever, reactivity and everything that happens just moment by moment. It's yeah. like, I'm choosing to create a space for me to- go into the unknown and let what's in me come out. Yeah. So yeah. And that's what I offer, what I teach, what I, how I get people to do it. And having just gone through the class, I found it interesting. Well, one, you kind of, your icebreaker is perfect because you're like, you know, write a quick little prompt to your voice, which I thought was great. And then it was like, okay, I wrote the prompt. Like, I'm thinking I'm just going to keep that little journal page to myself. And she's like, now you're going to read it out loud. And I'm like, (laughs) okay. And it was like, but once you got through that piece, then all of a sudden, once you started moving into these little, yeah, these improvisations, it just, the way that you guided the group, I found to be so natural that by the end we were, you know, so comfortable to then express out our, you know, whatever our truth was. Yes. So, and, and it wasn't a whole lot of time. Mm -hmm. I mean, all in all, I think what, two out, two and a half, three three hours. hours. Mm -hmm. Um, and then to come out of it, like, wow, you know, so it's just like this, it's also this reminder that it it actually doesn't take that much time. Yeah. Once you just take, you just take that moment to commit to yourself and whatever it is and go, I'm going to do this for myself. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take that much time to start feeling those really drastic changes Mm -hmm. by just doing these subtle changes in your behavior. You know, the role playing was just like fun, you know, (laughs) once you, I mean, and you, and obviously getting through the emotional piece for me was, was, you know, kind of the, the biggest hurdle. But then it's like, as soon as you're there, it's like, oh, this is like fun, juicy time. You know, you really get to play back into the, like you were saying, the childhood piece of where we actually all kind of started at. Yes. Yes. And it's like the journey back to that place of play is we do have to face the resistance Mm -hmm. and the pain. And that resistance is usually there because of these stories that we have about the perfectionist story, the I'm not good enough story, there's something wrong with me, all those kind of stories that keep us locked down from that freedom of when we were young and it was all just about curiosity and exploring and expressing and being a literal just channel Mm -hmm. for life experience 
for life yeah. to move through us. Yeah. But we, we cut that off and say, oh no, I don't deserve it. I can't do it. It's not going to be good. They're yeah. going to make fun of me, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that tightness and that resistance, that control, I need to be the one in control here. Yeah. Did you, I mean, I assume as someone who's worked with, with your voice and been very conscious of it, that you're always aware when it gets kind of locked up or mm-hmm. when you feel it, mm-hmm. have you ever, I mean, I know looking back when you had your sort of like aha moment with your teacher at Cornish, it was like, oh, I've been doing this. But since then, have you found that you will move back into a place that's more restrictive through different experiences? And what is like, what's your sort of when you when you find yourself moving back into that place, what what do you end up doing? Do you still pull out the phone book under the bed and rip it? <laughs> Don't have the do phone I need book. to do that too now? <laughs> I do suggest it. Yeah. It's great to have a physical object too. Yeah. And I've also had a bat. So a plastic Ooh. bat, but but hitting something with your arms going up over your head and, and letting out a scream every time you hit, Mm. um, is really powerful as well. It's almost like a pranayama breath. Oh yeah. Exercise. Yep. (laughs) Yep. There's connection there. I believe it. (laughs) Um, but something I also will just, will do is just, um, kind of the exercise that we did where you are just making sound and movement Mm. to Mm -hmm. express how you're feeling on the inside. And I think that is one of the best ways that I can just go there, go right into how I'm feeling and let it come out through my body and voice and really taking out the story mm-hmm. so that it's not me talking about it. Oh, I feel stuck right now. Oh, I feel like, why is this happening? Oh, I'm so annoyed. All those stories. Instead, just going straight into the stuckness and just making uh, a physical. Yeah. Just making that sound, whatever it is. Whatever it is. Yeah. And then it, it, then it has a life and it mm-hmm. has an expression mm-hmm. so it can move. That energy can move. But when we don't give it an expression, we don't give it space to be yeah. felt moved, then it just stays stuck. Yeah. And then stagnancy usually tends to f- have a physical component to it. Yep. Too. Have you, have you felt, have you had that experience where you've been stagnant in your life? And I know like for me, it's, it's definitely, I feel in my hips more mm. at this stage in my life and also my throat, which is why this work is, you know, top notch for me, Yeah. but I feel, I feel blockages. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, I'd say dance is also, we didn't, we didn't do so much, um, free form dancing in the workshop today, but that's something also that I incorporate is just, just that complete idiotic dancing, you know, mm-hmm. hippie dancing, whatever, yeah. move however you want and turn on your favorite music yep. and just get yourself going to that place. I mean, I also will coach people on like, be, be the diva you know, be the, just that, that full embodiment of expression. And I don't give a crap, you know, like I'm just going for it. And that, that can be also really powerful way to shift your vibe. And, and that's something that I did come into after Cornish was doing ecstatic dance. Yeah. And I was doing that like twice a week Oh, cool! and that totally freed me yeah. Up. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I've done, I did a few in, um, Los Angeles when that's where I used to live. And, um, yeah, I never sweat so much in my life after like those yeah. classes, you're like, Ooh, mm-hmm. some melts came out of me there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. It's funny. Um, when, when you had us do one of our first sort of movements, um, or vo- voice and movement, you had us throw our tongues out. Yeah. which I don't know if you know about, I'm sure you know about the goddess Kali, 
she's she's a Hindu goddess, and um, I have a picture of her. We can sh- I can show you after after this, but that's what she is. She's the goddess of birth and death, mm. and it's it's the untamed, it's the wild. She's like that. She represents that um, in in Hinduism, and I just love that. So I totally channeled that right away. It's just like <sighs> like just everything no ego. There's no, there's no room for that, you know, in that. And I found that to be, I just found that to be fascinating. And and you, without even being aware of who she is, energetically, it's, I feel like there's just this collective understanding um, of the sort of like, or at least it's bringing, it's, it's starting to come out this sort of unknown that's, that's felt within, within all of us. Like that's such a, primal behavior it's not necessarily a learned behavior yes it's just naturally in us yes so the I guess this this idea that you're just able to bring forth this very primal back to your true animal self Mm -hmm. is is pretty it's pretty awesome to see so I'm yeah excited about this yeah (laughs) it's that's such a beautiful articulation of it is that it's not and that's why I think people can struggle so much Mm -hmm. with improvisation or with these requests like that's what I got so frustrated with my teachers Mm -hmm. at Cornish they're trying to coach me into a space of not knowing yeah into a space of opening up to what's natural and just comes but my my mind had been so programmed to think, oh no, you have to tell me what to do. Mm. I, I need to know the 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 skill, the technique. Mm-hmm. Like I need to know what to do. <clears throat> yeah. You know, I need the equation versus like they're like, no, get rid of all that. Mm-hmm. Get rid of that and just be, just be present, be in it, and just go for it, you know, rather than all this thinking and programming and, and trying to, to do it right. So I love the way that you're saying that it's like in many ways, what I'm doing in these workshops is helping people to, to come back to what's naturally already there. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's not putting anything on or learning any specific technique. The hippies call it ancient wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's, it's, and that's what I love because it is so spiritual. And that's what I felt when I was at Cornish. I was like, yeah. theater school actually feels like transformation school, spiritual right. school, therapy school. And like, your path ran, I mean, it sounds like it ran with your, you know, in Cornish ran your spiritual path kind of, they aligned together and kind of brought about this whole experience for you and what you would go on to do. Yes. And you, so you were, you studied yoga while you were at Cornish and did a different training Uh, Well, I was doing yoga. I kind of throughout my mm twenties, I was just practicing. I had some great teachers Mm -hmm. and, and then once I graduated from Cornish, I traveled for three months, um, just in South America with my best friend and we traveled for three months and I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do next. Mm -hmm. And then it hit me. I was like, I want to, I need to do yoga teacher training. It was more of like something was telling me this is what you will do now. (laughs) This is your next, this is your next step. And so I did a 200 hour training and then, um, but like I had definitely been on a, um, really when I was 18, I had my existential crisis of like, who am I? Okay. What's the point? Mm -hmm. Kind of that depressed, anxious state. 
really came over when I was 18. Was this your senior year of high school? It was, yeah, right when I graduated. It was like the summer. Like in between before you started? Mm-hmm. What, can I ask what it what that was like and kind of what do you think, what was the impetus with that? Yeah, it was, I feel like it was me coming to this, this realization that I had built a whole identity, a whole sense of myself. Oh, interesting. In being in school and being in high school and all the friends I had and, and all the things that I did, it was this whole identity, this whole sense of self. And then all of a sudden school ended and it was like, that identity just kind of vanished all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait, if that's not, if that's not me, then who am I? Yeah. Like, what is this? And I felt so incapable. I felt so, because I hadn't really accessed my own, like this inner sense of, of my truth or my, like, so I felt like a complete fraud. I felt incapable. I felt so insecure, even yeah. though I was very popular in school. I had a lot of friends. I was very active. Yeah. But it was this complete annihilation that just. Yeah. It's like chapter closed very abruptly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, but it was great because it, it pushed me into the spiritual question, which yeah. I think that really is the ultimate spiritual question. Yeah. Who am I? Right. Who am I really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can hear my children like thumping upstairs. It's always the best podcast. You're like, I hope no one broke an arm just now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they look really cute. They were cute. There's, they're lucky that they're cute. <laughs> so are you single? I'm actually not single. No, you have I have a love. I have a love right now. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. He's, he's a sweetie. Yeah, how how long good. has that been? Um, just how long we were saying we've got, cause we have a long distance relationship. So mm. it's been probably eight months <clears throat> that we've been in communication, like okay. just kind of building a strong connection. And then we've been like actually fully committed for three months. So it's pretty, but is he, so is he, is it still long distance? It is. Wow. Yeah. Where does he live? He lives in Texas. <laughs> Got a country. Like boy. Austin, Texas or he's where? He's close to Austin. Okay. He's, um, he's in Pipe Creek. Pipe Creek. So in relation, if I'm thinking of like Dripping Springs and Lake Travis. Ooh, I'm not. You're I'm like, not no, good. not good I'm enough. Not good That's with okay. the geography. But you you fly into San Antonio. Okay. And then it's, it. it's like 45 minutes to Pipe Creek. Okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. Did you have you, do you, you go and visit him, I assume? Yeah, he actually was just here this summer. He stayed for a month and a half. Okay. Um, and then... I, yeah. And then I'm going to be going in November. That's a fun sort of dynamic. It's like the, the coming and going and the, yeah, it is. I remember when I was first, uh, dating my husband, I was like, I want to miss you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I want a long, I want that, you know, in relationship, you want this sort of like, it's like part of that cultivating of relationship. You want the feeling of, yeah, that desire. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely creates that. And it's nice because 
long distance, it's also there's so much just talking on the phone. Yeah. And not having the physical and just really. And that's because we talked on the phone for like four months before he actually came out. Mm -hmm. It was we had built such good communication. Yeah. We had such a friendship. How did you meet? <laughs> You're gonna say the Tinder whole story. Um, did you meet on Tinder? No, Were you looking no, we in did Austin? not. No, 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 no. I was not looking in Texas. Not like I'll find me a good old country boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is great. He's got some good, good country values. Um, hey, I, I, I hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Those are important. It is. Yeah. Um, but we actually met, he's in, um, contemplation. So he does, he leads contemplation workshops actually in Texas. What is contemplation? That's a great question. <laughs> um, contemplation is it, I guess the lineage would be back into like Zen Buddhism. Okay. Um, but it's, it, so it's a way to focus your mind on a question, like an existential question. I mean, it actually could be anything. Okay. Um, and you sit with that question and you contemplate it. And it's really about going into a state of not knowing. So he actually, his teacher is Peter Ralston, who uh, wrote this book, The Book of Not Knowing, mm. which is the book that I read um, that inspired me to want to do this workshop. Oh, and then, cool. And then my boyfriend was facilitating the workshop. Lovely. <laughs> How convenient. <laughs> um, or not convenient. <laughs> um, so you're like, I'm supposed to be doing this work, but I can't keep my eyes off this man. <laughs> it's a little bit like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he, so it's great cause we have a lot of similar interests and, um, but contemplation work is really, really profound in sitting in how much we really don't know. Yeah. about reality yeah. and about who we are and that that ultimately it's a path towards enlightenment yeah. so it's a path towards an Releasing awakening of control yes to wake up that's right yeah that's right wow well that's very cool i hope someday i get to meet him as well yeah so do you have any plans to do more retreats um are you are you thinking of doing stuff online cuz i know a lot of people I know. Dig this stuff. I know it's hard. It's hard. It's yeah. hard to do this work online because it's, it's so embodied. It's so physical, um, vulnerable. It's like you kind of, um, so I don't have any plans right now to do anything online, but I am offering workshops in Seattle. Yeah. So I'm doing, which by the way, good on you for just pulling through and doing it. Yeah. With despite, you know, any sort of yeah. opinion that might come against. Cause I know that's a thing right now. People feel like they can't go and actually do their work. They mm -hmm. feel constricted. And so to just sort of push, push past any of that, I'm just good on you. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. And it really actually came from students. Yep. So students were like, I want I this. It. Yeah. yeah I, need, I needed it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. And I'm like, okay, if you guys are actually open to doing it, I can facilitate it. I'll hold the space. So I'm offering actually a weekend intro workshop. Um, so it's like what we did, but I would add yoga and it would be, and there'd be more, like a lot more into relationship, into communication. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. 
just some cool stuff. So it, so it's an extended from Friday to Sunday Okay. and it's small group. So it's eight people at the most. Nice. And then, um, we are doing a COVID thing where you get a COVID test a couple of days before the weekend workshop. And then nice. you kind of quarantine stay, you know, as best you can through the workshop. So I have, my parents have a beautiful studio space in the downstairs of their house nice, and close to the water. So it's a beautiful environment and they're totally open to me using it for this. So I'm going to be offering that. And I'm also going to be offering an actual process group starting in next year. So hopefully probably February okay. will be that. So I know, um, and you have a website that is in process will be done soon and yes. you want to give our viewers what that is. So they, they are able to Google it when it, when it comes out. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's Trinity transformation process.com. So it's just www.trinity transformation process, which is basic. This is a brand new, um, baby that I'm birthing, um, which is, it's really a personal growth program that is combining Eastern philosophy and Western psychology. Beautiful. Into and are you working with your sister? Yes. On this? Yes. Okay. And I, she's a licensed therapist. Yes. Out of Venice. Out of Venice. Okay. Yeah. California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Venice, LA. Um, yeah. So we kind of co-created this, this um, process, which is basically going through your chakras and, um, which I, well, I love that your, your product is all about the chakras. And I love that, um, is, is harmonizing or healing the masculine and feminine energy within each one of your chakras. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So each chakra has that kind of different psychological stuff going on in there. Yeah. So we work to explore the feminine side of it and the masculine side and see where the shadow, where the things are off and then how to kind of get back into a healthy harmony between the masculine and feminine. And we do all kinds of experiential exercises and things to do that. Very cool. And then you go through and so, so that's going to be like a retreat that you'll offer mm-hmm. in an in-person. Yes. And it, will it be in Seattle or the, will you have something in LA as well? Yeah. We're thinking, um, it's yeah. So there'll be a 10 day cool. intensive retreat Great. that's going through all the chakras and doing that work. But then these weekend workshops and this process group that I'm starting is like kind of tastes of it yeah, and the like warm up, the warm up. Exactly. Very and then cool. for people who are ready and that will be at a retreat center, probably either in Washington or in LA, yeah. depending on. So yeah. you'll want to stay, you'll want to stay in touch with Karina and make sure, um, what is your, for now they can just email you directly to get any information. And yes. so your email is going to be. So it's just Karina Brosman at gmail.com. Awesome. Um, I'm very excited for you and for that journey. That's very cool. Yes. Um, And I don't know, I I know that you're not on our email list, but I'm actually doing a seven week goddess series. It's a a expressing your inner goddess series and it's taking chakras and partnering a Hindu goddess with them Mm. to, to create a character and archetype that you can envision Yes. and how the chakra in, you know, each basically goddess is going to be partnered with a chakra and how you can use the imagery Yep. Of a character to yep. try to heal your chakras. Um, 
so, but, but stay, yeah. So if, and if anyone's watching and they haven't signed up for it, cause I know a lot of you guys have already, already on par and going to, you want to go to sunspice.co um, slash goddess for the sign up, And then it, once you sign up, you'll want to actually partner into the private Facebook group of expressing your inner goddess. So you guys have two more days to do that before we start our first class on Monday. So if you want to check it out yeah, and we'll be that. recording things too. And the beautiful part, and I want to thank you, I mean, truly from, from my heart, because I've had a lot of anxiety about it. It was one of those things where it's like, well, I'm doing it. Okay. I, I started the class. It's happening, you know? And then there was this point where I felt really blocked up for like the last three days. It was like, it all came to a halt. <laughs> I was like, hmm. and then I remembered, well, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this voice workshop. So hopefully some of it will get released. And so just setting that intention of like, I'm going to try to work through this, hmm. any of those restricted, I'm not smart enough to be teaching this, yep. you know, um, no one's going to understand it. Um, I'm not going to express it well enough. People are going to think I'm weird, yep. you know, those like those really limiting thoughts that I've been either told in my past mm -hmm. um, or have just kind of created in my own sort of, you know, neurotic thought processes. Yeah. Uh, so it's been really impactful to be able to work with you before going into this sort of seven week experience where, you know, I'm going to be tuning in all of my chakras, hopefully as much as everyone else. <laughs> I'm like, let me be clear here. This is for me first <laughs> and everyone else hopefully will get some benefit too. But yeah, yeah. yeah. That's we're all on the road. We're yeah. all in it together. The humanity, the thread. I mean, that's what I think is so powerful about getting groups of people together yeah. is you, you know, you can come in all fearful, like, oh, they're going to judge me or, oh, I'm not as good as these other people or whatever. And then if you, as you slowly start to dive into the work and to being more vulnerable, it's like, oh, wow, we're all, we're all in this shared yeah. experience yeah. and there isn't as much separation yeah. as I think. Which is a, I mean, it's, it's a powerful thing because there is so much separation right now that you can feel. And there is so much, I mean, and it, it, it pains me to see it seep into families mm -hmm. and the most intimate relationships that we have now are centered around who's right. Yes. And not, I hear you. Mm -hmm. It's like, I just want to be heard. Mm -hmm. I just want to shout, you know, my, what I, what I think. Mm hmm instead of like, you know, but I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear what, I don't want to hear you, you know, yes. it's this very selfish. Um, I mean, to be blunt, I feel like very selfish place to be in mm -hmm. where it's like, I just, you know, I'm open. I'm, I'm totally open for you to hear me tell you what I think. Right. But if you have something that's contradictory to my thoughts, forget about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's, it's so, it's so, sad. Yeah. Because, you know, we are so, we're so much more than that. Oh, totally. And just, I mean, just in, in that, in, you know, in the group today, you could feel that, you know, you have yes. a group of people, all different walks of life, all different opinions, mm -hmm. all come together. And it, once you get out of that sort of hear me, I'm right. It's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. And we're so much, I mean, I actually was theming in my yoga classes this week. We are more similar than we are different. 
Mm-hmm. And it feels like right now we're highlighting so much more our differences yeah. and how we are different than highlighting first and foremost that we are similar, mm-hmm. right? That we are all human beings. Yeah. We all are born and we're all in the same path towards death, right? That is a pretty collective connection to have yeah. that we're in this experience together and to highlight that as our primary and then, okay, we have these differences. Okay. How are we going to explore and work together and listen to each other and all of that and the right to your own opinion. Yeah. But that like, and I, and, and I was thinking as you were talking, like connecting that back to the masks and to the social media and to the internet and what that has done to our way of, of not connecting in that more vulnerable eye contact, like really being seen and seeing Mm -hmm. can, can create that feeling of like, oh, we are so separate. Yeah. Like, oh, we are more separate than connected. Yeah. And then how that breeds fear. And then when I'm afraid, I'm going to defend myself. I'm going to protect myself and tribalism and all that stuff happens. I'm going to stay to the people who are similar to me Mm -hmm. in the way that I think. Right. Versus like, connecting to everyone in our shared humanity and then being able to tolerate. Yeah. Do you think that this is an issue that, that is stemming? um, I mean, as you're talking, I'm thinking like for something to kind of rock us this intensely, this quickly. And I think obviously COVID kind of brought it in and was like, just bringing it all out into the light because it forced us all to kind of close in Mm -hmm. and maybe realize how much we've isolated ourselves Mm -hmm. in certain ways. Mm -hmm. Do you think that like, do you think it starts in the household? Do you think it starts out just with like your smaller dynamics? And then that's kind of what's I'm figuring, trying to figure out what the, where is it stemming from? You know, you don't have to have the answers. It's really, <laughs> no, I, it's like, I, Karina, tell me where all this is stemming from. You must have the answers. Well, have such a well, strong it's, voice. It's stemming from me, right? I think that's the most important thing that we can do now as a collective is to take responsibility. Yeah. It's to say, okay, how, what am I doing? How, how is this, where, where am I mm-hmm. in this And then to understand your own psychology, to understand your own fears. I mean, I've had some of the most intense conversations with some of my closest friends who I've known for over 10 years of relating. And because of politics, it's like we there's just all of a sudden all this tension. All of a sudden, like you, you, you realize you can't actually have a free conversation. No. Because if you if you tap into one piece there will be this like intense reaction or block. And it's like, whoa, yeah. where did that come from? And it's on both sides of the spectrum and it's, yeah. And, and, but, but for me, it's, it's like, okay, well, uh, this is where we hunkered. This is where I hunker down and, and really practice what I preach. And right. And who who are you? mm -hmm. Like it starts with me. That's another thing I've shared with students is like, let it begin with me. Yeah. Let me be the one right. to make a change yeah. or clean to- your house before you go to change the world. Exactly. Yeah. Make your bed. Right. Yeah. It's like, you can't keep your, your life in order. Yeah. And you gives- see that so much. It's like all these people that are, are reaching out to fix all these other external problems. And you realize that 
it's all within themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. this this idea of going within before you're going out. Yes. And I mean, in America, we're like the best at being like consuming all the things to think we're so happy and satisfied and to show off. Mm-hmm. And in that process, we've really lost ourselves. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think, yep. And the only way, the only way back is back, right? Each person has to take that hero's journey, take that journey back in. And that's also the the place where even spirituality, you know, I could get on my high horse of like, oh, well, the spiritual way is the way. And like, everyone (laughs) needs to do this and everyone needs to take responsibility and everybody needs to be like this. But it's like, each individual person has to come to their own realization. And the best thing that I can actually do is not to tell people how to do it. Yeah. But for me to just do it, Mm -hmm. just be it, be an example, a living, breathing example. Yeah. And that's the best way I've found for people to actually get it or change or be affected in the way that I want for the change to happen. Right. That's a good reminder for all of us. And for me too, (laughs) you know, because it's like you, you always are moving in and out of that sort of place. Yes. Um, especially with the ones you love the most. Mm -hmm. Well, Karina, it's been really nice to have you. You'll have to come back. Yeah. You'll bring your man back. We can chat with him, (laughs) put him on the spot. Yeah. 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 He would be, he would be great. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. All right. So we will put um, Karina's information in the comments below for those of you who are watching live. And otherwise, I look forward to all of my series participants for the seven-week goddess series of Expressing Your Inner Goddess. If you have not signed up, again, go to sunspice.co slash goddess and you can sign up there. This is a women's only retreat. Sorry, guys. Um, maybe my husband at some point will do a retreat Um, or maybe we can promote your man's retreat on here. I would love to see the masculine being guided more. I think it's for women. It's, it's innate within us. You know, it's like, we've, we've been doing it for a long time. We've all, we found our ways, but with men, it it can be a, a, an extra step for them to really step into that more vulnerable, vulnerable, vulnerable place. Yes. Yeah. Well, he actually has a lot of men coming to the contemplation. I was actually saying, I was like, it'd be so cool if I could get all the women that I work with to do the contemplation work with him because Uh it's actually so, it's great for your mind. Mm -hmm. And I think women can, well, it's such a generalization because I wouldn't even say women. I would say maybe the feminine can Mm -hmm. have such a powerful hold in the emotion that then it can take over. Mm -hmm. Um, same as where the masculine can have such a strong mind that then that takes over, yeah. but that we need both. So I was like, all these men in this workshop need to come do the emotional work with me yeah. and all the emotional women who do work with me yeah. need to go do some like mind mental, like contemplation with him. Yeah. And, like, oh but, no. I mean that, that could not be a more truer statement. This idea of they're both, them, them, they're both so powerful and they can take over one another. And harmonizing them, oh my harmonizing the masculine and feminine. And I feel like that's really, to me, that's what, because I hear so much in the language right now is like, oh, we need the feminine. Like we need this or, oh, we need the masculine. I'm like, we need them to trust each other again. Yeah. They are, they have to work together. Yes. Yeah. They need each no other. No more like I'm a woman. 
So I can do everything yeah. and I need to be heard all the time. It's like when you, when you move into that place of like, I demand that I am, that I am, I am it. Yeah. You devalue the other side, mm-hmm. the other side of yourself of that exactly. and the other side of the actual, you know, of humanity. Yes. That's a whole half of humanity that we, we, we have to really graciously look at. Yes. So I'm with, I'm all about that. It's like everybody's invited to the table. Yes. Everyone. If you're yep. kicking anyone off the table, it's like. That's not the truth of reality. Mm -mm. This reality is open. I mean, the sky is open. The earth is open. Like that's our true nature right there. It's like everything is welcome. So if you're blocking any of that out, it's like you're, you're, you're actually missing out on that to, on your true nature. And that's, I think what we're all longing for Mm -hmm. and trying to get back to. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, well the way back is to actually open to yeah. what is here and who is here and to really see, <laughs> to see and to allow myself to be seen, right? Yeah. That's just. Yeah. Amen, sister. Amen. All right. Thank you guys for watching uh, another week's episode and we'll see you very, very, very soon. Thank Great. you for being here, Karina. Yes, thank you. Thank you.